0: Wrapping up, final half hour of the Hoffman Show here on the Team 980, always live as well on the free Odyssey app. Uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour, we got uh, Maryland basketball, Maryland, Indiana tonight. Uh, so Naki and company have you covered there. Uh, obviously, that is going to displace the Wizards, um, and I am double checking to make sure that they, where they are playing tonight, because that seems like an important piece of information for all of you. Uh, yes, they are over on 1067, the fan. So, uh, they are coming up at 645. They get, uh, according to the schedule, uh, Anthony, folks listening over on the fan get an extended Grant and Danny tonight. We get off before they do. Ooh. Suckers. Yes, sir. <laughs> Take that. You and your, Four hours that you do every day. Yeah, I do two and a half today. Are we still, you know what we did, Anthony? What? Sque- squeeze three hours of goodness into this two and a half.
1: Yes, we did.
0: Always, always. Well, at least that's our goal. We're not quite done yet. Uh, so, Maryland here, Wizards there, uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour slash 645, Wizards and Magic over on the fan. Right now, for us on a Friday, it is time to pick six. The six biggest commander storylines. It is time! delivered at six o'clock sharp. It's the pick six at six.
1: I'm gonna be the biggest and harshest critic, but I'm also the number one fan.
0: All right, uh pick six time. Anthony, you get to go first this week. The the pick six, what we do is we take six players. We think they'll have the biggest impact for the commanders on Sunday, hopefully towards a win. If they don't play well, probably towards a loss. And we identify them. So, Ant,
1: you are first up. Number one. Number one, baby. You already know I gotta have my coordinators in there, and I'm going with coordinator, the defensive coordinator, Ron Rivera. Am I taking the easy way out, Craig? Am I taking the easy way Because obviously he's gonna be on the hot seat, or I guess all eyes are gonna be on him because right. this is his first game. Call him You plays. are taking the easy way out, but it's 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 a good pick. I think it's important. Uh, It's very
0: important. First of all, if you get a bunch of confusion and all the same nonsense that you've been getting under Jack Del Rio, then you're going to lose the way the Broncos lost to this team. Yep. Uh, If you can't get a little bit of pressure, you're going to lose the way the Broncos lost, like legit 70 to 20 is going to be the
1: score. Um, So yeah, I would say Ron Rivera, pretty freaking important. Yeah. I'm, I'm imagining all eyes on him. And uh, I just want to see, I don't know something different again again i think recently we've been seeing a lot of man defense and i don't think personally we have the personnel to do that um generally and then and then exactly and then especially just not against the Dolphins. so i want to see you know how ron you know schemes up or like what he he, what he's imagined and envisioned and apparently he's given a lot of you know freedom to like the players to like come in and you know suggest like what they think uh they should be doing so yeah it's going to be interesting to see uh how ron uh, leads the defense here's the the baseline schematic conundrum that the dolphins put you in
0: you want to play a lot of shell coverage you want to play a lot of too high quarters like stuff that lets you be in uh, up above so they don't beat you deep the problem is the dolphins run the mess out of the ball and so if you play middle field open structures, so cover two, cover four, where you have two safeties high and then either you know, your other two corners are playing the flats or they're playing high in a quarters look, those two middle safeties, one of them not being rotated down into the box, leaves you a player light in the box. It is a disaster. So how do you combat that? do you do something funky where you play too high, but you you're willing to sacrifice some of the intermediate middle layer of the field and you play some of your Cinco package, which they don't feel like they played as much recently. Um, like, I don't know. Like there, there is a ton of, yeah, they played a lot of, um, a lot more base recently. Like that feels like a mess against this team. I don't know what you do. I, I, I truly don't know. I mean, obviously I don't know. I'm not a defensive coordinator, but like, even high level not having to call it and having to coach it like there's not a good answer because if you play a bunch of single high stuff you're exposing yourself deep if you are playing a bunch of too high stuff you are exposing yourself in the run game and i would probably still pick that and be like hey we're just gonna have to tackle well which will bring me to my guy in a second but at the end of the day like yeah Rivera's under a ton of pressure this week to if, if you think there's pressure to win this game There's also not that much pressure to win the game because no one on earth thinks you're going to win it. And uh, I don't think winning it saves a job or makes the playoffs or anything. Honestly, winning it costs you draft position. So I know that's not very exciting, sexy, or uh, ethical in terms of wanting your team to lose. But realistically, that's kind of where we are. I didn't put him there. Number two.
1: Uh,
0: Number two is Percy Butler. Percy Butler cannot... Like, Percy Butler must keep playing good football. Percy Butler cannot keep giving up a big play or two every single week because both things are happening. There is a play every single week where he is supposed to be the cap, and it wasn't screwed on right. Like they, the, the drink gets spilled, but. Outside of that play, Percy's playing generally pretty good football. He's flying around. He's, you know, His athleticism is on display. He, he's actually tackling and making plays on the ball pretty well. But then he'll miss one in a hole, and that's a 60-yard touchdown on the run game. Or he plays a corner when it's a post, and Brandon Cooks runs wide open in. And what I'm hoping is that amongst the players who are helped the most by these new instructions – for the defensive players from Ron Rivera, these pared down calls, these simplistic things that Percy Butler is one of the biggest beneficiaries. And if he is, then they have a chance. And if not, then it's going to be 70 to whatever. And that's, that's just the way it
1: is. Number three, number three. I think I'm gonna go with Sam. Howell. Um, And I say Sam. Howe Because again, the Dolphins, you you and Logan have talked about it all week long. They don't give up a lot of explosive plays, and I think Sam sometimes uh, likes to you know hold on to the ball to see if he can you know get some of the explosive plays. So my challenge is the same: is just take what they're giving you. Um, I think it's going to be a, a, a lot of opportunity for yards after the catch for you know our our pass catchers. Um, so get the ball in their hands, make these players you know come up and, and tackle you know the Terriers, the Jahan's, the the Curtis Samuels of the world. And uh, go from there. Also, utilize your check down. We, we've seen B-Rob uh, catch the ball exceptionally well. I'm not sure if Antonio Gibson is going to be back. But still, you you have those running backs at your expense as well. Take what the defense is giving you. Don't always hold onto the ball because we, we know what holding on to the ball gets you. It, it gets you to uh, lead in the league in sacks taken.
0: Yeah. And uh, also getting in bad game situations. So you also lead the league in. Interceptions, that
1: too, (laughs) um, which is
0: not great. Gibson, no injury status going into this one, so he should be back. Okay, which is helpful. Um, I obviously agree with you. Like the quarterback, you've done the head coach slash coordinator and a quarterback. Yeah, not exactly the boldest picks, but you're you're not wrong. Like, I think Sam's under a lot more pressure in this game than usual. Normally, we don't pick Sam just because it's so obvious. But Mm -hmm. um, I was actually thinking about it because. He's got to be disciplined. You cannot give them extra possessions, but you also need to be aggressive. And like again, you're you're, you're walking a tightrope this week. Like that's just the nature of it. Um, what we're really saying is the Dolphins are a good football team and the Commanders are a bad football team. And if you're gonna win, like you're gonna have to thread this needle. And can it be done? Absolutely. Teams do it all the time. I mean, shoot, the Giants did it to this team a couple of weeks ago. Yep. There was like a very specific thing that they had to do, like check A, B, and C in this order, and they checked A, B, and C, and it, it wasn't even close. So it's possible, but it's also going to be very, very difficult. You mentioned a name that actually, for me, is my next guy. Number four. Brian Robinson needs to play a large role in this game. They need to be efficient offensively. They're going to need to run the football. It's probably the best way to attack this Dolphins defense. In part because putting the ball in the air is risky with Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard. And, um, you know, we'll see if Javon Holland plays. Uh, he's questionable. But those guys running around, they they don't have Jalen Phillips anymore, but they still have Bradley Chubb. Um, Christian Wilkins is a monster inside. They've struggled so much in pass protection with interior players. By the way, Tyler Larson is questionable in this game. So it might be back to Nick Gates trying to block um, block Christian Wilkins. And yikes, bro, on that. Um but if they can get Robinson going, and obviously as a check down player and, and you know, be that effective receiver out of the backfield, that's going to be a big way to keep this offense on schedule and moving. So,
1: B-Rob, definitely a major, major player for me.
0: Number five.
1: Number five, I'm going to stay on the offensive side of the ball, and I'm going to go with Terry McLaurin. We've been talking about how can this defense slow down or, you know, you know limit the, the Dolphins. Quite frankly, I don't think we will. And I think our best defense is going to be with our offense. So I think, Terry McLaurin, we're going to need a big game out of you. Last week against um, Dallas, you know, you had a couple of drops. Um, y- you had a chance to go out there and make a play over uh, Gilly on a, a deep route. I think these are those are some of the kinds of plays that we need Terry to, you know, complete. And there's been a lot of discussion about whether or not Terry's a top 10, top 15, top 20 receiver. I personally think he is. Uh, I talked to you earlier this week. He might just not be having the best of seasons, um, but I still think he's a very good player. And I think if the the commanders are going to have any type of chance, we're going to need a big offensive day. And I think it starts with our uh, our best player, Terry McLaurin.
0: I, I don't disagree with that. And to, to echo what I said, or what you said that I said, which is true, um, Terry's a good player. He's having a rough year. Um, by his standards, this has not been a good year. Some of that is on him. Some of that is on others. It is what it is, but if he can finish strong, and that'd be great, and gives some confidence uh, to this this connection with him and Sam going in to next year. Last but not least,
1: number six,
0: Jamin Davis. Uh, Jamin is another guy that I think can be helped by the simplification of this defense. And they're going to need to make a play or two on defense. And he has been their best playmaker. They needed that play against Denver. He forces the fumble uh, against Russ. They need a play against Atlanta. He gets the pick. Like I know the reputation for Jamin is that he's not good, but that's just not true. He's a good football player. He gets put in some bad spots sometimes and he's, he loses sometimes That is the NFL, other guys get paid too. And especially, you know, again, he's good. He's not great. He's not elite, but, He has probably been their best playmaker on that side of the ball, and they are going to need to steal some possessions, need to make some plays, whether it's a sack, a batted ball, a pick, a forced fumble, whatever. Jamin Davis, if they want to have a chance of winning, needs to be all over the place, feel like he's all over the place on Sunday. That is our pick six. We'll see what Logan thinks about that during the pregame show on Sunday. We're live at TAP Sports Bar, MGM National Harbor, starting at 10 a.m., We're streaming live on YouTube and we'll be, of course, on your radio, Team 980 and 106.7, the fan, for the Take Command pregame show. When we get back, we wrap this here edition of the Hoffman Show with real things real people said into real microphones.